Hi, I'm Keegan, and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is our 39th episode of Werewolf the Apocalypse 20th Anniversary Edition. I'm going to go around the table and have my players introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Korra. She's an Arun and in the Geta Fenris. I'm Tyler, and I play Kyle. He's 18, a Philodox, and has found his purpose with a Garu. He's known as Guards Low, Child of Gaia. Hi, I'm George. I play Roy, also Mindscape. Uh, he is a Ragabosh and is working with a star, uh, part of the Star Seekers. Gazers. Gazers. I'm sorry, Star Gazers. I'm Jade, and I play Morgan Trevelyne. She is a Galliard of Fianna, also known as Blitzinger. And to all 76 people who supposedly listen to this, Jade is running her own game on Wednesday? Yes, Wednesday at 8pm British Summertime. Ooh. So if you're awake, then check that out. Anyway... After your revelation in the warehouse about the tainted drugs and the Umbrellathol 6 that is getting put into the meat supply, you all reconvene towards the bottom of the warehouse and begin to share notes. All right, so this is right after we were talking to the, not right after, but after we talked to the, the giant Bane. Um, yeah, so what did you, what did you guys find out? A lot of these drugs are being donated and sent to um, hospitals in poorer range, poorer regions in other countries. Yeah. Specifically, oh. ones that are too poor to actually look into anything if drugs don't work. So, were those the tainted drugs? No, it's they're the more tainted drugs. All of the drugs are have have some amount of taint like each shipment does but the ones that are going to the poorer countries have a higher concentration of taint okay um well jade or not jade but um morgan do you want to tell them what we found or do you want me to do you know what i'm I'm, gonna my mind is still blown I think your mind is less blown than mine, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let you um, take the stage for once. You know, I always take the stage. Why don't you do it? That's your job, though. Um, so it's not always my job. Not always. Uh, so to cut the long story short, um, they people take said tainted drug. Um, there is another drug that's pumped through uh, meats. So the meat supply chemical mixed with the taint that they take from the medicine kind of merges together and it awakens the uh, spirit inside of them. Hmm. Do we do we know if it has any effects outside of obviously appearing to be extremely corrupted? Um, the That I'm not sure. All I know is that the taint itself seems extremely corrupted, but just from that fact alone, um, it would be corrupted, dormant spirits that are in, that are being held inside of people, and the tainted meat that is also being pushed through in large quantities uh, will awaken said spirits. And I don't know what will happen after that. That right there is beyond me. All I know is that it's bad, and 
doing anything will just... You're fucked if you do, you're fucked if you don't. Hmm. Reminds me of the horse meat scandal, but worse. <laughs> so, do I know anything about, like, what might happen if a bane is awakened inside someone? Yes, it would likely start to possess them and convert them into a Fomori. Hmm, okay. And, um, did you guys find out, uh, if if these are completely innocuous otherwise, both the, the pills and the meat, if you haven't taken the other? Yeah, it. if you don't take both, then it doesn't really do anything, because you need the tainted meat, the chemical in the the meat, to awaken this, the dormant spirit, the dormant bane. And with the dormant bane, I'm assuming you could probably still awaken the bane through other means, but the tainted meat would be a more physical and hands-off approach, which is probably what people want. That makes sense. Um, and then, I guess, final question. If they don't eat the meat fast enough, will the bane, like... Pass. <laughs> um, that again is a good question. Okay. You and I both have the exact same information. No, just that kind of you're have, right. You're right. Um, it just, yeah. Um, with yeah, it's it's essentially. I could go into much more detail about it, but yeah. Long story short, is that the chemical is a dormant bane in the bio in the uh the pain drugs and the awakening chemical is in the antibiotics pushed into the, the meat supply. Hmm. So we just need to figure out what we need to do because we either need to fuck one way or fuck the other. Hmm. And I don't know which way is the better, better call. Well, we can destroy the... Well, we can basically you know, destroy some of the medicine, even though that it, it will almost certainly kill people. You also have to, we also have to think, what will this do, politically speaking, because, um, uh, out of character, what was the Pentex? Uh, we, Pentex can spin this into uh, positive PR for them. Oh, for the donations in general? Yeah, and then it'll just make the people backing them stronger we can maybe there's more to it than just the what's up front and well, i don't know course, if we but... have the the knowledge or foresight i mean even even if we destroyed all of this medication and they couldn't donate it they could probably just as easily just build up another batch next month and, and what I... what and what would it do to um uh, crap. I had something and I can't think of it. Sorry. All good. That shit happens to me all the time. Uh, <clears throat> um, but I think we can at least help mitigate the damage. So if we destroy the taint in these, uh, we can possibly anonymously contact the person who suggested this donation and tell him that, like, maybe we can go for, uh, it seems like some placebos. Or, or bottles that contain only placebos slipped in to the shipment, and if he actually cares about this, he would probably try and do something about it, whether that was 
in the media or you know through his own power and if he doesn't then it's probably just a ploy to get these pills into more uh more hands and he's probably someone that we should take out in general so i think it could provide us good information regardless um are we in the physical realm or are we in the uh you're, in, you're still in the umbra in the, oh wait i still have a um, can i pull out my cell phone that's connected to me yes and and call the uh oh god <laughs> forgot and, and, <laughs> and can i call call the sept the glasswalker sept you can <laughs> i will choose to do that and throw them on speaker that makes sense also makes a lot of sense uh these shipments are are heading out like tomorrow morning right mm -hmm. uh yeah okay so we don't have we only have while we're here essentially to make the decision so it's great you have that phone god i wish <laughs> <laughs> you remembered yeah <laughs> it's all right i just remembered myself the phone rings twice as you hear the click and uh, fights on rooftops uh this is mindscape uh we're at the pentex location now and boy do we have some information for you lay it on me um uh long story short Two chemicals uh, shipping out to across the globe. One is dormant spirits or dormant banes. Second is a, another chemical that awakens said spirit uh, banes. Motherfucker. Yeah. Um, we're kind of stuck at a crossroads. Okay. Do do we destroy the entire medication, even though it's all for good, or do we, you know? Let it be and clean up the mess later. Oh shit, that's a heavy one. Uh, oh, how long do we have? Uh, we have until tomorrow morning. About five to eight hours. Oh shit, 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 shit. <sighs> if we right. destroy the pills, like in the Umbra, the the bane, it will destroy make ineffective all of the pills within that bottle, but not all all of the pills. So some of them would still be good. Okay. Okay. Um, that's good. Uh, that'll cause a bit of suffering, but I don't think that's this... Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh... I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards letting the, the pills ship out and cleaning up the mess, because that mess can be much smaller than mass casualties if they don't get those medi this that medicine yeah but i don't want to damn someone to having a spirit override their will and turn them into a monster well we can maybe look into the tainted meat i don't know if that's being shipped out currently because that's a whole different facility okay uh so no that's, that's... A, that's a route that's it's a route. It's a risky route, though. High risk, high reward. If we go after the tainted meat, I mean, if <clears throat> if this meat is so prolific, also we'd have to destroy a lot of it, and we could cause a lot of suffering in other other ways, like starvation, mm. particularly yeah. in these other countries. Yeah. In the U.S., there's always more, but not so for some of the countries they're donating to. Yeah, destroy the pills. I'm not going to let another worm. I'm not going to let worm beasts run rampant, knowing that we had a chance to stop them at the source. 
Hard, hard to say no to that. All right. I agree with that. Thank you. Yeah. Good job, everyone. <laughs> uh, I don't know how good that is, but we'll take it. <laughs> you take the fight that I... you... You take the fight that you're given. <sighs> we'll be sure to see you get some renowns when you get back. Well, we should be back in a little while. <laughs> see you soon. Bye. Click. Bye. Ah, the sweet satisfaction of calling someone at the wee hours. <laughs> it's it. been a while. It's been a while. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, but I'm she's been awake. I, um, I will say the sweet satisfaction of not having to make this decision. That's fair, too. Oh, my God. I, I don't <laughs> think I could make this decision. No, this it was easy. Just do it. <laughs> um, you don't know our history. Um, yeah, it's not our first like time. We like calling people at, you know, roughly 3 o'clock in the morning. It's a thing. Well, I have a phone. <laughs> you, can ca you can call me. <laughs> but it wouldn't be as fun because you are not a higher rank. Yes. Mm, at all. Um... <laughs> just stop there. You will punch Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> she will annihilate you. And I will Again. laugh. I... <laughs> Again. Um, I held back and punched last time. <laughs> continuing. My, uh, I think my favorite part of this whole expedition is the, wow, this is a morally complex situation. I'm gonna let someone else take over. <laughs> I mean, this is this is the decision I wanted to make, so yep. I feel I feel vindicated. So. To, to be honest, I, this is not the decision I wanted to make. Tough cookie sucks. It, yeah, this is, but again, this is why I'm glad that I did not make this decision because I was okay with both. <laughs> All right, so gotta destroy them. Are we going to set it ablaze? No, or... we should. We should do it so that some of the pills make it out and help people at least. I think. Um, How are we going to make I, sure that there I are don't no... Think... no? I don't no, think. No, 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 no. Like be possible. We destroy by destroying the banes that. Oh, God, I bet you could see I in keep... the Umbra. That's yeah. Fair. Okay. It it destroys all of those pills in that uh, container, okay. but the rest should be okay. Which you know might not be a lot. But I think it's better than nothing, especially if we do the rumor afterwards that says, like, some of the pills might not be effective. Mm -hmm. They might actually test them. Yeah. But how soon will that rumor get out fast enough to stop the, the shipment? I just say destroy well, everything. Not not stopping the shipment. If the shipment still goes out, but the hospitals test them for potency, then they might actually be able to still use some of them and know which ones are bad. It's a long shot, but I think it... We might save thousands of lives that would otherwise die. I hate how you're speaking logically, and yet I don't agree with you. <laughs> I suppose we could let all of them die Look. and take the risk that, like, maybe someone else will donate something. This is America, isn't it? People donate for the dumbest reasons. But these other countries aren't America. No, but this is America that's donating... That's what I'm getting at. Well, we'll try it your we'll try it your way. See if that works out. Um but we only have a couple hours. So if this doesn't work, we have to either set the whole place ablaze and run or it's a failed failed mission even though we were given time. I mean, is it feasible for us to do this, Keegan? Yes, yes it is. 
Okay. Okay, then I, yeah, I'm gonna s stick with that for my vote if we're voting. I think you're being very logical, so let's do that. All right. You go through, you destroy the tainted veins. You see the corruption literally leak out of them and dissipate, and you can hear the wheezing and the coughing of the spirit as the pills that surrounded the bane go bad and, and just as inert as those banes used to be. It's long, it's arduous, it takes a couple hours, but you are done and you are allowed to return to the sept. Tired, wary, as you begin to stumble back to your own rooms. Sleepy time. Really? Bed. I have never uh, been so happy. <laughs> I am not happy. I will make that known. I am not happy. Yeah. Such is the life of a Garu. Good night. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well. You don't have to be happy. Great. Just save Gaia. <laughs> <laughs> and so you all go to sleep. Morgan. Yes. In the middle of the night. Oh no. Your eyes are open as you see your home sept. It seems to be the middle of winter. The trees are all around, and there's a fire pit like the moots that you remember going to after, before disobeying your father to wander the world. On a log, you see an old woman, an old woman you hadn't seen since you were but a little girl. Your grandmother, simply sitting and facing the fire. Highly suspicious. Even for a dream. Uh, I am going to wander over to uh, little dear old grandmama and uh, just plonk myself next to her. She's sitting down. Something's wrong with her. As she takes a deep breath, her voice like, uh, her voice like steel, like you remember. And she says simply, it'll see further than we expected soon. As she turns to you and you notice that her eyes are missing. Empty sockets filled with blood that seem to weep down the side of her face. You, uh, you, you, have you, uh, have you done something, Grandma? Cause, um, you, uh, you seem to be missing your eyes. Yes. We can't see yeah, you as, have... we can't see as far in the homeland anymore, little Morgan. So, taking away your eyes will help you see what further? No, it's seeing. It took our eyes. It's coming. We're becoming blind, one by one, like fires blowing out. I, uh, I, I don't think I got the memo, uh, but what, what, what's coming? As she just sighs, as she places her hand on your cheek in what is an attempt at being comforting, and she just goes, Oh, my sweet little Morgan, how I wish I could stand beside you when it came, as the blood wells in one of her sockets and forms a singular eye of pure crimson. His eye will open soon, soon, and he will consume all. With that, the fire goes out and the Karen is plunged into darkness. Very good thing I'm not scared of the dark. Otherwise, this would be really, really scary. 
Also, it's a dream, so... I can't see a goddamn thing! You hear off in the distance? Hmm. <laughs> Just looking around in the dark like, I can see absolutely nothing. You do have but a gift that could help. <laughs> I, I do have a gift. Uh, can I use heightened senses, please? You can. The area becomes a dim, deep gray. You see a familiar, familiar friend. It's Roy. Yeah, this is definitely a dream. Roy would definitely not be here. <laughs> I, uh, I maneuver my way towards Roy. You remove, you begin to maneuver towards Roy as you tap him. Hello? Uh... What are you doing in my dream? They're getting bold, attacking in the middle of the day now. As you start hearing howls and yips, the calling sign of black spiral dancers is beginning to close oh. in around you. No. Why? Well, I guess this is for me to deal with, because let's be honest, it's my dream, so nobody else is going to help me, right? <laughs> and I just kind of look around like, anyone? Anyone gonna deny, you know, prove me wrong? No, okay, oh, just me. Um, you'll notice Roy turns oddly and looks you square in the eye, even though it's pitch dark, and he'll say, you can count on me. Well, that's not what I was expecting, if I'm gonna be honest. I mean, I can kind of expect you to help in the the physical world. Uh, I wasn't really expecting you to say, yes, you'd help in uh, in my dream. So that's nice. Okay, okay, so this this two of us... How many of them are there, though, is the question. You hear an uncounted, an, un, an unknown number. Certainly more than the two of you. No. No, that's, uh, that's not what I wanted to hear. What I wanted to hear was maybe one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is more than one, and thus more than I would like to deal with. Uh... I take it there are no um, <laughs> exit points. <laughs> I mean, you're out in the wilderness, so you do hear one call out going. You have, once again, pitch black as you hear one of them going. You have half an hour. We will attack at, n we will attack at noon. <laughs> Just kind of call back. Why half an hour? You can dance the spiral. If you decide to give up now. Thank you. Think I'd rather not. <laughs> uh. I don't want to dance that dance. Also, I don't dance. I sing. <laughs> missing, missing the forest for the trees. This is why Roy's in your dream. Are you sure you weren't supposed to be a ragabosh at some point? Do you know what? I could have been anything I wanted to be, but I chose to be what I am, which is awesome, but, you know. <laughs> okay. Playtime's over. Um, how do we go about this without dying, even though it is a dream? Hmm. I just look at Roy like... Anything? Do you have any 
Any ideas? Any plans? Because honestly, I'm not one for plotting the fights. I just kind of finish them. Um, all I know is uh, it is after he consumes the sun. Okay, well it is it's pitch black right now, right? Yes. Okay, so has he not already consumed the sun, technically? Because it's pitch black. After Roy says his line and your little quip, the sky begins to fill with an eerie crimson light. Roy is gone. Oh no, Roy, come back. That's the first time I've heard that. And the last time you'll probably hear it too. <laughs> As you hear the howl of another familiar voice. We should have brought him to the st stars. Malcolm said we should have. Damn the others. Am I on like some weird TV show where I'm? Am I being punked? Is that is that what's happening right now? Why is everyone in my dream? <laughs> I am very confused. It's almost like the noon sun with your heightened senses as you see Cora laying next to a rock, injured, her left leg shattered and torn completely off, and her right arm mangled, an eye missing, her lips torn bit to bits on one side, her fangs hanging out with dribbles of saliva and blood dripping as she talks to herself. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go up to her and be like You uh you okay by the fact that you are you know and I gesture to all of her. He could have been saved. Why did we have to make him our enemy? Make who your enemy again, I, I didn't get the memo. Cora's hey, eyes flutter. Cora's eyes flutter and close as she dies, and you hear a howl, deep and terrible, a rumble. What? Not not in the distance, entirely too close. You turn as you see a great Krynos on the horizon. It dwarfs any other Krynos you've ever seen in your life, as its eyes burst into balefire. What the hell? It steps forward as the ice and snow melt beneath its tracks and the trees all ignite in the same green flames that have been known to dance upon the edges of the labyrinth itself. You're temporarily blinded as your heightened senses are overexposed by the sudden burst of light. Uh, crap. Crap it crap. Uh, I am now actively looking for exit points. <laughs> Literally as you're just like, where is the safest place to run to? As you start looking around, the thing is closer than before now. It doesn't seem to have a physical form. Its body like shadows, its eyes like emeralds in the dark. As it begins to move quickly, quickly, and is right upon you, its hand outstretched, ready to grip you. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, <laughs> I need to find a way to leave very quickly. You awaken. Uh-oh. Oh, good. In your bed. And I just kind of like... <laughs> I kind of sit up and like look down myself, pat my body, like pat around my face like, do I still have eyes? What the F? Your forearm hurts a bit. It's the same place oh. where the thing reached at you. No. <laughs> just like, no. Dreams are supposed to stay in your head, they're not supposed to come true, or hurt you, why? And I just kind of like roll out of bed, 
really Roy? sluggishly like <laughs> Roy you are awoken by why why <laughs> do dreams are supposed to stay in your head um are you sure that wasn't just a nightmare well either way look what it did to my arm um one word is also synonymic for it also shares a common similarity with alcohol i am just staring at you like i will spirits well you why were... though visions i don't know why you though would yeah, you see either. oh boy that is definitely something that needs to be unpacked with copious amounts of bacon and probably a cup of tea I was because say spirits, but you know. No, I think I've had enough spirits for now. In fact, this might actually put me off drinking for a bit. Well, before that, that's not going to put me off drinking. <laughs> but this is this is definitely a cup of tea, bacon sandwich kind of situation. Also, might want to get the others because, well, you were in it, and uh, Cora was in it. Uh, Kyle wasn't probably for the best because he's kind of a judgy asshole. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, your judginess ended around the time that you guys got back together. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, so Melvin has informed you, he knocks on your door and he uh, goes, Excuse me, I have to go to the spirit world. I need to do a bit of communion after with them after what I saw yesterday. Well, that's that's cool. Um, do you want to tell them to not invade my uh, dreams, please, while you're there? That would be great. Thanks. He just gives you a confused look and goes, I will be back soon. We will be here for you, probably, hopefully. I don't know what we're doing. But have fun. Good luck. Don't die. <laughs> we'll come get you if we need you. Yeah, we'll do that. Cora, Kyle, you hear a bit of a ruckus in the hallway. Uh, How long have we been asleep for? You guys had a full uh, eight hours. All right. I'll tumble out of bed and go investigate. Grumbly investigate. <laughs> As you see, a death scene left leaving, and there is Morgan and Mindscape standing in the hall being loud. What fucking... What are you doing? Uh, breakfast. Or sleeping people. Well, I'm just gonna say curtly, breakfast, bacon, tea. Go. Yep. And I'm just gonna walk off. Cora's gonna yeah, glare. Okay. Like, fuck you talking to me? Like, you can tell me what to do? God damn. It's because he fucking. likes you. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. Because I really am waiting for you to kick his ass, but, you know. Bullshit. Uh, anyway. Soon, I'm breakfast. sure. <laughs> breakfast. Breakfast. I've got fun things to tell you about what happens when I go to sleep and spirits decide to show me shit. Anything good? It needs to be unpacked over bacon sandwiches and a, a good cup of tea. Trust me on this. And in the distance right. you hear, and that's what I said. Yeah, but they don't like listening to you. Who would? I know. 
I've had to travel with them for so very long now, and I have uh, developed the talent of uh, selective hearing. <laughs> you will too, eventually, if he decides to stick around long enough till, you know, he either gets uh, a date with Cora or she kills him. One of the There's that one Shadow Lord, Judge of Doom, (laughs) (laughs) drawing his glaive. (laughs) Okay, so you guys go to the the break room. There is already the Continental there, brought in by several kinfolk chefs. Bacon, bacon, bacon. And Molly literally adds, as she goes, she just ladles the plate full of bacon. You do notice that there is significantly more bacon today than there was the first night you stayed. <laughs> it's like they know. Oh, that's so that's that's just great. I wonder if they've improved the tea situation. Uh, this is America, probably not. I can it's... live in hope. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say it's in the harbor. <laughs> uh, this is Denver. <laughs> it's in the it's in the water somewhere, right? <laughs> it was an America joke. Yes, I know. <laughs> so you all have your packed up plates as you begin to sit around the same table. So. So Morgan, unpack your dream slash nightmare. Oh boy. Well, let's see. Uh, so I I started off um, back home and uh, dear old grandmama was there and uh, yeah, she was missing her eyes. Which is really weird because when I left her, she had eyes. Um, well, the last time I saw her, she had eyes anyway. And she mentioned something about uh, something was coming and, uh, you know... It, we couldn't see it took her eyes and then she was like oh i wish i could stand with you when it came then it went real dark um like pitch black dark couldn't see a thing um for some reason roy was in my dream real weird um and he too kind of mentioned some stuff that was really weird and didn't really make sense and uh you were there as well cora you were missing uh leg i think it was and uh, you were mentioning something about you should have tried to save him um yeah <sighs> something 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 is coming something something oh my god that is a big boy on the hill coming towards me ow it touched me that's why my arm still hurts and um yeah something's coming that's what i got from this entire situation Weird, creepy, eye-related thing. Weird. Yeah. Sounds like a vision. Yeah, what I want to know is, why me? Because uh, I am probably the worst person you could give a vision to for the exact reason of, listen to how I just recanted that to you. Did any of that actually make sense? Well, it's because you're still tired. That's why it doesn't make sense. You gotta go through it step by step, word for word, scene by scene. I mean, that was as good as an explanation as you would probably get. Well, wait, though. What do you mean your arm still hurts? Uh, I just kind of, like, show them my arm, like... There is uh, a red handprint on her arm. 
Yeah, some weird uh, big boy, and I'm talking big, huge, okay. bigger than can, we've ever seen. Touch me. Can, can you describe this said big boy? Uh, he was. Was big he red? And he's a boy. <laughs> yeah, he was a he's big and a boy. <laughs> he was a shadow. Yeah, he was a shadow. There we go. <laughs> like a shadow of of what though? Like a bird? Oh uh, no, he was. He was definitely Krinos. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Big shadowy Krinos went to Gry and grab me, and uh, he left a good mark. Hmm. This feels like Thurge work. Yes. It feels like something invaded my uh, beauty rest, and I'm not okay with that. <laughs> Sounds like we need to talk to a Thurge. Mm. Thankfully, that's not my job. Is it not? Are you sure? Are you sure it's not your job? Could it be uh, your job? Last okay. I checked. Damn. Okay. I don't know what else to take from this other than... Yeah. That it was... Sounds... That was pretty sounds fucked up. like a vision. Was there, like, a name or a phrase that they used? Um... The only thing that really got repeated a lot was just it's coming. Like I don't, I don't remember them saying like a name or anything. Um. Oh, there was. Oh no, I remember. There was Black Spiral dancers as well. Not physically there, but like they were in the distance. There were a lot of them. Um. I think they said they were gonna attack at noon. Which was kind of weird, because I'm pretty sure at the start of my dream it was noon. Morgan just grabs a handful of bacon and just shoves it in her face, like, thought, like thinking. I don't know shit about dreams. We've never, been, we've never been good with visions. We just go ask somebody. Is there anyone here we could ask about it? Um. There are thirds here. It depends. Do you want a Glasswalker third or a... Stargazer Thurge. We could call our home Sept and get a Thurge we have spoken to before. Because somebody has a cell phone. <laughs> well, you can do that. Though, remember, Kyle has court in like an hour. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm. All right. I mean, I don't think it really matters which one we call as long as they give us an answer, right? Or can we ask both of them? You could ask both of them. They might have different interpretations. Yeah. Can't hurt. Sure. Collects with interest starts uh, walking up. Guards the low. Collects with interest. Are you ready? We'll be getting... We have the office almost ready for the proceedings. I believe so, yes. Good. We expect you in 30 minutes. Judges should be early, obviously. Of course. Thank you. Of course. Alright. We gotta get this done fast. I mean, I probably won't stick around for hearing the Thurge's opinion on it. I'll just need to hear from you guys. Fair enough. Yeah, that's fair. I figure we have to finish breakfast still. Yeah, you guys kinda wolf it down. <laughs> Hey. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Oh. Uh, 
and yeah. then <laughs> before heading off you see several glass walkers uh, and stargazers coming together getting ready for something likely the trial when you see one of the uh, young glass walkers that you got uh, Cora that you guys bumped into when you were heading into the city proper the first time is that a do I recognize them as a third yes okay perfect hey what was hey. your name uh, Threadweaver Threadweaver yes perfect Threadweaver you're a third correct I am uh, would you mind interpreting a vision I was hoping to catch the trial, but sure, I can. I think I can do that. Uh, you guys have a uh, talent to help uh, for the trouble. Uh, I think so. Let me find my stuff real quick. Like an any, I didn't take it out. I would provide uh, the talent, but I have none. Yes, I. I have a guy's breath. Is that sufficient? That's more than sufficient. Thank you very much. Of course. Come this way. We'll go into the Stargazer's meditation room. I find that it's uh, very nice for spiritual matters. Perfect. As you go over, it's the nice Zen garden with a bit of water flowing continuously. As Threadweaver takes a seat and motions for Morgan to do the same. Uh, just sort of slumped down in the chair like, I'm so tired. <laughs> a spiritual experience can be a bit draining. Yeah, you don't say. Ugh. Tell so, me about uh, your vision. In the shortest form possible. Something is coming. Black Spiral Dancers. Uh, attack at noon, giant, uh, Krinos shadow form that did this, and I point to the mark on my arm, as I was trying to, uh, retreat with style. Um, missing eyes, because whatever is coming took their eyes, and people couldn't see. Also, uh, core next to me was there saying something about should have protected them or should have something uh, they were also injured uh, and and kind of died in front of me which was eh. oh thanks you're welcome <laughs> i knew it was a dream so i i wasn't as worried as i'd be if you were dying in front of me like now for example um yeah all i got from this entire thing was something is coming Oh boy, that is a big boy on the hill. He's shadowy AF. I see. Yeah, I could write a great song about this. I, see. I have no doubt. Perhaps we should actually step sideways into the Umbra. It'll help. Fair. Hey, you think it'll help? I do. Come to the pool. As you see the, the water, it does give a nice reflective shine as he passes into the Umbra and waits for you to follow him. Oh my goodness. The character and the player are both tired. <laughs> what a <Yeah>. shock. <laughs> um, we roll and get into the Umbra, yeah? Yep, you roll Gnosis yeah. to get into the Umbra? 
It's yeah. difficulty four here. Four, thank you. Are we all going, or did he just invite? Morgan? He invited all of you. All right. Uh, well, I'll just go with uh, Morgan's role. Yep, because you guys are part of the same pack, so. Yep. Instantaneously shift over. <laughs> I'm tired, but I can still move. And 30 seconds for Korra. As you pass through, the area is larger in the Umbra. The stones are cleaner, and there seems to be true bamboo growing here in the Umbra, as well as various other plants and things like that. There are fish, spirits, and other animals, and butterflies, and the like, creating an even more serene sort of feel as the man-made waterfall of the office becomes much larger, more naturalistic, as it seems to be a blend of technology and nature all in one. Hmm. Well, this is odd. <laughs> the Umbra shows the significance we give to things. And this room has much significance to the stargazers. They've cultivated it. I respect them for it. It's not easy to do in the city. No, it's, it's cool. I like it. You are correct in that it is interesting and uh, difficult to do. All right, as he walks over, as there are two stones large enough to sit on, and he takes a seat. Oh, good, they left some of the stuff here. Mm -hmm. I guess I'll plong myself on another stone. Ah, uh, yeah, it's Thurge things. I gotta get into Thurge mood. <sighs> he takes a do you deep need, like, Do you need, like, a cup of tea for that, or do you need some... Essential oils. Some do that. He goes, this is, these are some stuff we use for visions. They've been enhanced using spirits and rites. It might be able to help with you. From my understanding, things of smoke tend to, and shadow tend to be things that are either on the other side of the gauntlet in dreams or shadows of things to come. So perhaps the creature that came for you does not exist yet. I mean, I kind of hope it doesn't exist because if that thing already exists, boy, are we in for some major shitstorms. I suppose so. Well, as you see him pull out a little bit of fire and starts lighting a small bowl of the drugs, we can commune together and try and share a vision, if that is acceptable. Uh, yeah, sure. If you want to try and delve into this with me, please be my guest. All right, let's, uh, as he starts looking at it, he's like, let's get the dosing right. Uh, so one, two, three, four. He's talking to himself and goes, so we'll need this, this. Ah, shit, the stargazers always are so damn imprecise, moving my scales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And as you see him like with tweezers, to the gram. All right. And as he's getting very precise and going, I, uh, we'll have to do this. And then I'm hoping to summon a weaver spirit to try and catch some of what you see. Is that all right? Yeah. Uh, do you know what? I have no idea what is, what is acceptable. Just 
do your thing. You know, you have free reign. Sure. I have no input on this. I've heard many of the country tribes have biases against spiders. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's a spider. I did not want to overstep my bounds. Let me summon that first, and then we will partake. Are the other two prepared to have a spider look inside their head? Spoke with one in the Umbra not ten, ten hours ago. I suppose. Though it wasn't my vision. No, but you will see some of it, and you may get a unique perspective. Very well. Meanwhile, Kyle, you are entering the courtroom. Wonderful. Uh, with, uh, collects with interest, and, let's see, wasn't gazes from afar, was it? Uh, I believe yeah, it, was, it is, because that's yeah, the stargazer philodox. Yep, gazes with, gazes, uh, gazes from afar as they sit down in their chairs. You do notice gazes a bit uncomfortable in the more businessy style, uh, a, a um, businessy style kind of setting as he takes a deep breath seeming to center himself collects with interest leans over to you and goes you'll have to call them in oh man out of character I'm wondering like is how official does that have to sound <laughs> <laughs> given everything you know about stargazer or I'm sorry glasswalkers well, then I'll lean over and whisper to him, is there a phrase that should be used? <laughs> uh, you want to call the defendant and the prosecution first. Call them by their official titles. If they're above you in station, Rhea is typically acceptable. Okay, and out of character, they are both above me in station, yes? Yes. Okay. Um... And he meant one at a time. Yeah, call the defendant. Call the defendant first, and then call the prosecution. Okay. Perfect. Sorry, Kyle has like never been in real court either. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Uh. This is really fucking weird. Um. All right. I'll. I'll call the defendant Rhea to. <laughs> His name. Oh shit! <laughs> that would makes you like sense. To use, would you like to use your mulligan? I absolutely. I maybe want to fuck this up more before I <laughs> use my mulligan. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no. Okay. Yes, I will absolutely use my mulligan on this. Um. Okay. Yeah. So I'll mulligan and then say, "Leads a steel, Rhea, if you please." The door opens as you see the elder Philodox. He carries himself in a fine, well over a thousand dollar suit. He walks over with a briefcase under his arm, sits down calmly and places it on his, the, uh, the, the table in front of him as he nods and speaks out, honorable tribunal, Carl leads a steel elder of the Glasswalkers, sits, ready to defend himself and prove his innocence before the eyes of Gaia. And Iron went to Rhea. She enters along with eyes to the heavens next to her. As they stand, she bows, 
and sits. Eyes to the heaven speaks out and goes, the prosecution will speak here. I mark eyes to the heavens, Kim. Stand here to be the defense, the prosecution in place of Angela Iron Winter Ivanova. As he takes a seat, collective interest whispers, simply call the jury next. And now the jury, please. The jury enter single file and take their seats. Collective interest stands and goes, we are here to hear of the unjust killing of Hugo by Carl or Carson Leeds' steel. I collect with interest along with Shen gazes from afar will be assistance to the honorable Philodox Kyle guards the low who preside over these hearings. He will call each side to present evidence and to make their case. As he sits down and nods at you, honorable guards the low, it is your time to speak. Call this which side you wish to speak first with opening arguments. The defense, please. Carson stands up, takes a deep breath, and goes, my, my friends, my fellow Garu, that I am here speaks to the justified anger of Iron Winter. But while her feelings are justified, this action is not. The fir- one of the great laws of Lintony are wherever it dwells and whenever it breeds, as well as you shall take no action to allow a Karen to be violated. If I had moved slower and Hugo was truly worm-tainted, his very presence could have weakened this Karen. Doing that would have been a greater violation than simply his life. The deception was clever and the death of Hugo was tragic, but if he was truly worm-tainted, which all things seem to point to, I acted justly. The mere presence of a worm beast could have eroded the spiritual strength of this place and that it would be my fault to do so. And if it was, that would be a crime worthy of death. Thank you. As he sits. And, and now the prosecution. Eyes to the heavens stands up. Nods. His suit isn't as fine, but he seems to have a bit more confidence in his in himself. As he goes, my friends, I will not mince words. Our illustrious elder leads a steel. Let his rage take him. Yes, the Karen could have been violated. There is no doubt there. But for Hugo, someone who has aided us for years to suddenly turn? Did that not spark any curiosity? Did that not spark greater judgment from one who would lead this place? Who is supposed to be one of Gaia's? Who sees both sides? Who is truly 
the representation of the half moon? No, I would say not. He could have had this kinfolk taken off Karen grounds using a plethora of resources we have here so that we don't kill every intruder and bring humanity down upon us. He could have extended that same courtesy to the now sadly departed Hugo, but he didn't. And because of that, it was a clear lack of leadership or the ability to get to the root cause of any issue. And as a consequence, he killed Kin unjustly and has proven that it is worthy of some sort of compensation and punishment. My argument, my opening argument is over as he sits down. And so, meanwhile, back in the spirit world, after about a few minutes, uh, Threadweaver has summoned a weaver spirit. It is a spider-like spirit with a security camera for a head with a metallic mechanical body hanging over. It threads a bit of silk above you and hangs above its camera gazing down towards the center above you. I think we're ready to get started. Okay, what do you, what do you need me to do? As he lights the bowl and he goes, take a breath, a deep breath of the smoke. Oh cool, it's like, um, you know what, never mind, and I just pick the bowl up and <laughs> take a big whiff. <laughs> As he takes it and hands it next to Roy. 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 Oh, Roy. Uh, oh, sorry, my mic was muted. I said I take the biggest whiff. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. And then finally he hands it to Cora. Yeah, she takes a light, nice long breath in. And he does as well. You all feel yourselves plunge backwards and crash into ice cold water. Before awakening. Cora, you see an old woman grabbing Morgan by the face. Morgan, it's your grandmother. She's shaking and holding you there. Oh, grandma, grandma. The eye will face. open, the eye will open, the eye will open, as you see her face actually split horizontally. Jesus Christ. It's not, as a, it, it's not a good look. As it rips open, as blood and gore splashes in all directions, splattering on Cora and Roy's faces. Oh, jeez. Sorry, and sorry, guys. As you see a great crimson eye sitting in the blackness of space, swirling like a galaxy. Cora cocks her head to the side. Wasn't there a giant red star? No, never mind. As the head collapses in on itself, Cora, you hear something in the back of your mind. It's from a long time ago. Back when you were but a simple Cleoth. And <laughs> when you watched, found an entire dead sept. Ah, uh, yes. As you simply hear, twinkle, twinkle, Little star, oh, how I wonder no. what you are. Up above the world so high, like a ruby in the sky. Oh God. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. Cora's body gets chills, literal chills. <laughs> Your grandmother is gone and you see your Karen 
burning, fire raining from the sky, as you see family members and friends fighting as spirits seem to be walking this physical realm. I just kind of look out at the uh, the chaos that's happening and give the biggest sigh. <laughs> Why can't this just be a nice vision? Why does this have to be? And then I just gesture to the chaos. As like... you feel yourselves getting pulled away rapidly as you're gesturing, as your arms get flung in front of you, as you feel the G's pulling you. As you see something mechanical, monstrous, as an amalgamation of every technology that ever was and is to be, in a fetal position, hanging above what appears to be a research station. As you hear Threadweaver going, No fucking way. Is that the Weaver? No. I... As it turns its head open, turns its head, and great blue eyes open and look at you. Uh... In a deep and mechanical voice, you simply hear, I am coming. I will save you. What? Gone again as you are all landing. You are all in a strange forest, though, Cora, you recognize it. It's the forest land around your home sept. Oh. I know where we are. Oh, good. I'm glad. Where are we? Home. This is home. In this... your vision, for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to think this isn't just my vision. I think the us taking it all at once and the spider's silk has tainted the vision somehow and it's connecting us to it and it's taking our own experiences. Cora, you see Malcolm in front of you he puts his head, his, as he leans over you, Ugh. as he's looking at you, Cora. Ugh. You don't like Malcolm? <laughs> Wait, which Malcolm? Big Malcolm. Oh, big Malcolm. Never mind. No, we like Malcolm. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, wow, your racism against Metis finally shows. <laughs> as soon as Kyle's not in the room. <laughs> No, we like Malcolm. I was hearing Maxwell <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> it's a, it's an M. Close enough. <laughs> Malcolm. Cora. Malcolm. She, she's pregnant. Wait, who? You know, as he cuts off, and you're all back in Morgan's home sept. Wait, 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 wait! <laughs> no, we gotta go back. <laughs> Like we know how to control this. This is like taking acid right now. As you see smoke beginning to form of several Fianna spirits, their eyes all missing. Many, many ancestors. That's not good. Several of them disappear in puffs of smoke and blood, but others turn as you see them going into the mounds that surround the Cairn. The mounds that your... Grandmother told you when you were but a little girl where the mounds of heroes, where the greatest of Fianna lived and were buried. The mounds break open as you see their flesh re-knitting together and they howl out. Sounds awesome. Morgan's just stood there kind of like... Mm-hmm. I... Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> okay, yep, right, cool. As you Forget. see one yep. turn, as you see one turn, as they look at you, they look familiar. There's the fam- certain kind of family resemblance, maybe a century or two removed. Hey. Ah, yes, it's my ancestors here to shame me for being a disappointment. You were never a disappointment. You carry a burden on yourself. I'm just like looking like, what? You think you're a disappointment. No, I think I'm awesome. But go ahead. As the, as the spirit simply goes, you will have to find a pack, a true pack. I'm, I'm sorry, are you saying that the infernal alphas are not a real pack? I'm saying that you have to transcend the walls you've built as it vanishes. But I like my walls. Cora, you see mm. Malcolm breathing heavily, bloody, gashes across his face in Krynos. No. As he looks at you and goes, he could have been saved, Cora. He could have, as you see the shadowy claw of shadow and smoke rip through, as you see the emerald eyes looking at you. The ground around you, uh, all of you, explodes into bale fire. Well, who? Who, Malcolm? <laughs> Malcolm. As he just leans over, he slides off the bloodied shadows as the thing looks at you, Cora, and begins to march forward. I see the, uh, the shadow. It's the same shadow. (laughs) I'm just like, (laughs) and And I stop licking it. You feel something scaly wrap around all of you and pulls you away (laughs) as you are wrapped in the tail of Chimera. Oh my god. This is one wild ride. This is crazy. This is definitely stronger than the usual uh, narcotics <laughs> that and, get passed around at a concert. And the chimera places you upon a mountain as he looks at you, Roy. What? He's your totem spirit. <laughs> He's the totem of the stargazers. Okay. Yeah. And he goes... You have found one way to open your mind, but you use it as a crutch. Learn the many paths, and perhaps you will find some form of enlightenment to help the ones you care about. Lest, as you turn and you see an image of Morgan and Melvin getting consumed by flames and torn to shreds by spirals before it's too late. As you wish. Do it for, for the yourself. Safety of- for the safety of my pack. You all feel that pull again, and you are all f- feel yourselves get pulled right back to the spots you were in the Karen. Whoa. Ugh. I need a brew. Like, right now. Uh. As you see, Threadweaver, oh, that was a little more intense than I was expecting. That's how it goes with us. (laughs) Uh, Roy is speechless. And I just kind of like... Sitting there, ignoring everyone. I kind of nudge Cora and I'm just like, Oh my god, look, he's quiet. Good, for once. Um, Did everyone else hear the the nursery rhyme? 
Or just you. Just me. Just yeah. me. All right, perfect. So yes, when I when Cora did start talking about the star that the the big red star, just right, perfect. Yeah, I'm sorry. What now? What 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 what? What's and I got that? the last what? lyric wrong. It was like a ruby in the sky, bring about the end of time. Yeah. So we've had a vision. What well, we uh, or Pack has had a vision with the um, with that star before, um, as well as an encounter with a spiral who decided to sing a creepifying song with it. Did I don't remember. Did we kill that spiral or did we let him go? He got away. He got away. Yeah, well, no, you ran away because he was rank three and he used a gift that made it so you couldn't touch him. Oh, right. Perfect. Sweet. Well, that was certainly uh, a fun trip. Um, I don't fancy doing it anytime soon. <laughs> and Honestly, uh, I'm probably more confused now than I was when I woke up this morning. All right. Meanwhile. <laughs> dum, dum. Give me the lead. <laughs> <laughs> In the Garu Justice System, there are three. So... <laughs> 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 So, uh, they start presenting evidence as the process, or Leeds of Steel brings up the pill and says that it was true then that Hugo did go to a pl- go buy pills that were tainted, that he didn't, that, you know, he was secretive on occasion in his investigations due to his paranoia, that if they were simply informed things might have turned out differently. But this weapon is made to use the Garu senses against them and that it is to turn Garu against each other. And Leeds of Steel goes, and because of this trial, you are proving our enemies correct that this drug can make us turn against each other. That it will destroy the sanctity of these Karens. You are playing into the, to the very clutches of the great serpent. As he sits down and eyes to the heavens, stands up. As many of you know, our tribe believes that the greatest threat to all of us is illusion created by the weaver. And that is neither here nor there, but I want to bring that up because I think it's proof that it is an enemy. Leeds of Steel has an illusion in his head that Simply because he was tricked, he bears no responsibility. The illusion that our enemies haven't used our own powers against us before. The illusion that he is not to blame for Hugo's death when he was quite clearly the source. The illusion that he had no other options when I've shown there had been others. The illusion that his rage was justified, but it wasn't. It was not righteous rage. It was manipulated rage. The prosecution rests. And so I'm going to do a roll for both of them. So just to clarify how this all works, the jury vote, will and it's adjourn a simple, vote. Yeah, and it's a simple <clears throat> majority. Okay, and so, then the judges either, like, probably give speeches and then give sentence? Yes, if sentence okay. has to be given. Well, yeah, right, right. 
So give me just a second. I'll do these in secret so it's a surprise to you on who won. The jury comes back after about an hour. They sit, sit and they seem to be waiting on a cue from guards below. Will the jury please tell us your verdict? The verdict is guilty. It is here, here that uh, Collects with Interest goes, what was the vote count? Four for guilty, one for innocent. Thank you. The judges will deliberate on the proper punishment. This way, guards low. As they take you to a side room and sit you down. <sighs> guilty. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. Oh? I think he holds a lot more, I thought he held a lot more, I guess you'd say, influence here. That the shock of someone creating a drug that could mess with our own spiritual sen senses would be more, be more shocking and more, I guess what's the word I'm looking for, they would empathize with more. Hmm. Uh, that is That's... Oh, go ahead. That's possible, but I think many of the people here have kin and would have preferred, if it were their kin, they have the opportunity to clear their own name, to speak, and not be killed outright. I suppose. Well, it's time to think of a punishment. Do you have any general ideas, Godzilla? Uh, well, I can say that the two rights that I personally have, the right of ostracism and the right of the jackdaw, do not feel appropriate. I see. Um, but yeah. I would say that oh. I wouldn't want to change the balance of power in this sept, at least permanently. Uh, I, I don't see. think what he's done warrants him being removed as elder in any permanent sense, for instance. Ah, then we shall not voice. Uh, we shall not use the right of ostracism. Um, that being said, his argument struck me as rather arrogant. That he had, he essentially blamed Hugo for his own death. When, even from the facts, I, I don't think we can say any part of what happened was Hugo's fault. It could have happened to any of the kin or Garu here. Agreed. I know the the Stone of Scorn, right? If you would like to use that one. Out of character, what is that? You can ask, you don't know. Perfect. I'm not familiar with that right. We imbue a stone with a malicious spirit with the personifications of shame, sorrow, and the like. What we do is we fill the stone with the spirit, and then throughout the night, starting with myself as the right master, I write a glyph of scorn upon it and tell a story, an embarrassing story or a shameful story of Leeds of Steel. And we pass it around to each Garu in the Karen as we carve our derision shame into him. And once that's done, we throw the stone at him. And when the night is done, the punishment is done. And uh, in game terms, that means he will lose eight points of honor and two points of wisdom. Damn. I mean, that feels pretty appropriate. Um, I'll look to Gazes from Afar. 
And what do you think? I think that is an appropriate right. I think that or possibly a satire right, but I feel that that might be too too hmm, harsh. Would you care to elaborate? It is a right it's a more serious version of the Stone of Scorn. It is one where a special song, dance, and or drama is crafted by us and any of the moon dancers and galliards we wish for the sole purpose of ridiculing the offender. It is performed at the moot while the offender sits in full view of the whole sect. Because the Garu, because we keep a very thorough oral history, the satire rite will be remembered and passed down through the ages, so he will always be associated with this satire and this shame, as cubs will snicker and sing the looter verses from the right, and many of the adults here will usually say something witty from the quotes or some of the embarrassing movements when referring to Leeds of Steel. And in out-of-game terms, if the right is successful, he loses one permanent rank. So he'd go down to four. Oh, mm. that is a little extra, I think, <laughs> for this. Okay. <clears throat> um, okay, I, I tend to agree with you. That does seem to be a bit much for the mistake that was made. Perhaps not the end result, but for his part in the decision, at least. Very well. When you're or in the ready, outcome, I should say. But when you're ready, go uh, to the low. One, one more thing, though. We had talked about the punishment and potentially, I think, restitution was also mentioned. The punishment is typically the restitution. Okay. He will have to carry the star of this choice for some time. Very well. At your lead, Judge. I'll stand up and walk us back into the courtroom. The courtroom is hushed. No one is saying anything, and all eyes are on you. In fact... The door is open as several other members of the sept have their heads stuck in, looking on, their curiosity getting the better of them. Asgaru, we must temper our rage with reason. When the situation allows, caution can save lives of our brothers and kin. Caution can also lead us to deeper knowledge regarding the worm's movements and ways. We should consider ourselves lucky that Hugo kept such detailed notes on his movements. Or he may have lost the knowledge he discovered completely, and more could have fallen to this drug. If we do not act with caution, we will do the worm's work for it. And I believe it is the elders who should know this best. Leads as steel, Rhea, your punishment will be the right of the Stone of Scorn. You see, his, you see a bit of a quivering in his lips, but he nods and stands up, and I will accept this punishment. I will look around to everyone else and see if it looks like anyone else has anything to say. You see Iron Winter smile and she nods, taking a deep breath. Uh, out of character, is that deep breath like just of like relief or does yeah. she want to say something? Okay. Relief. <laughs> Sorry, okay. relief. Um, then with that, uh, this court is adjourned. Collective interest then goes, thank you all for your time. The rite will be performed tonight. I will be performing the rite for our judge. And he, once they all start to leave, he whispers, 
I can probably teach it to you as well. You did a good job. As a reward, I can teach you this. I would appreciate that greatly. Thank you. And I will shake his hand and also the hand of Gazes from Afar. As Gazes that from Afar That seems like a judgely thing to do. <laughs> yep. Collective interest goes, good job for your first trial. And thank you for leading me through it. Gazes from Afar shakes your hand and goes, it was a pleasure to work with you. And you as well. I hope we have the opportunity again in the future should maybe something less terrible happen. <laughs> One can only hope. Shen kind of smiles. Anyway, I think I'm going to go to the meditation room. Would you care to join me? I think I'd like that very much. Thank you. You guys head over there. And he goes, come and see it in the Umbra. Yeah. It is exquisitely beautiful. How can I say no with that? Such a sterling recommendation. So, uh, roll Gnosis, difficulty four. Nice. Crushing it. You both pass in as you see this giant spider with a security camera for a head standing over your companions as they're all kind of like jarred. As you see kind of ha uh, the hackles on the back of uh, gazes from afar rise up and going, what is that thing doing here, Threadweaver? I was helping with a vision quest. The spirit tried to watch as he looks up. You guys notice something strange. Can I get a perception occult from you guys? If you have occult. Sure. I do. No occult for me. Oh, no occult for me. Just me. Don't fuck up. Well, <laughs> let's hope I don't. Let's see. What What is my perception and occult for? Roll 4d10. What is it? T? T? What's T6. the diff? T6. F1. 1. The spirit's not really moving, and the light in the camera is actually kind of out. Spirit's not moving. What? What? What would you What do you mean? And Morgan looks up at the uh, at the spirit. The thread that's holding the spider up snaps, and it falls face first onto the ground before falling back. Hmm. Not supposed to do that, is it? As it is not. Threadweaver goes, no, as he, you see him channeling some of his essence into the spirit, trying to give it, uh, revive it, as the spirit kind of head swavels, as you hear it chirping and s giving kind of zaps in language. Roy, I believe you have spirit speech, you, so you can hear it. I do. I saw the, the face, the face of the supposed incarnate, and he goes, yes, not now. I saw it too. Hmm. Why why not now? I thought the purpose of this was to figure out what the visions meant. Yeah. I, no, I believe... No, no. We have some of the visions recorded. I'll be able to pull this out from our friend here. I simply meant that the spirit is in shock and will give incorrect information. Ah. Alright. Ten eyes, please. The camera nods as its head leans back, revealing a disc tray as it pushes out the disc. Here we have the vision. 
Fantastic. Oh, good. It's on DVD, so we can watch it again and again and again. We can watch it a total of ten, uh, ten times. That's how the spirit got his name. Imprinting the spirit world onto these sort of mediums degrades them very quickly. That brings up more questions. Like? Oh, it, it's regarding a, a different mission of ours. Um, the Bane spirits laying dormant in pills. How are they being kept more permanent than this? Ah, well, this is a vision versus the spirit itself. This isn't truly spirit. This is spirit matter. It's not a true spirit. A spirit being placed into a physical item happens all the time. That's how fetishes are made. Mm -hmm. This is not a spirit being placed into a physical item. These are the spirit's memories being placed into a physical item. Different. Thoughts are substance here, but they are not spirits. Interesting. And can only be viewed here? We can watch it in the physical world. We just try not to do that. For obvious Und reasons. Yeah, understandably so. Would you like to rewatch them? Now? Or at least once? Uh, yes. I would like to see it, if I can. Oh boy, you are in for a treat. At least you don't have to... Uh, although I, I, I have to admit, going, feeling the full experience is quite wonderful. Yeah, I can't get the taste of uh, blue out of my mouth. Well, besides blue? that... Yeah. It was this thing. The what? machine thing. You'll, maybe you'll see it. I don't know if it caught the... Anyway. Uh, I'll turn to Shen. Gazes from afar. Uh, you were kind enough to invite me here. Would you like to join us for the, <laughs> the movie? horrible vision watching? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. I, I've always found the spiritual fascinating, and I would like to see what a fellow stargazer sees in such visions. Wonderful. Roll the tape. As you go over into a different room that's got several pieces of equipment, Threadweaver puts in the disc. All right. You ready? Wait, 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 wait. Before we start, before we start, can we get some popcorn? <laughs> oh, God. Maybe a drink? You know, if we're, if we're going to relive this, I, I at least want to enjoy some aspects of uh, <laughs> watching a home movie. We can go back into the physical world and eat. Yeah, I thought you'd say that. It was worth a shot. All right. Okay. Oh, that beautiful bean footage. Away we go. As everything happens almost exactly like how you heard, Kyle, but with one difference. The rolling machine thing seems more grandiose than even what the others saw. And when its eyes open, the whole screen goes white and it can't see anything anymore. You only hear what happens after that point. There are no visuals to the rest of the film after the large eye, blue eyes open. So what was that thing? Sauron. Blue eyes. Can't yeah, wrong, wrong color. Call Lord of the Rings was a terrible adaptation of this. 
We call it the machine. It's supposed to be sleeping. And uh, what uh, what is the machine when it's uh, not sleeping? Humans have a theory about it. I don't necessarily agree with the humans. They call it the singularity. Okay. Where all technology, artificial intelligence, etc., focuses into one sort of super intelligence. So it's artificial intelligence becoming God. Is it like the supercomputer from uh, from that movie? What's it called? The one where they go to space and uh, it's got Martin Freeman in it. There's something about a towel. Anyone? No. No. I think I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember the name. Um. Well, anyway, it's said that. The warders of man found it, and they helped guide the machine as new spirits were born from it, and that new technology was born from it. That we can guide the machine, and if we guide the machine, we save the weaver. If we guide the machine, we save the weaver. The weaver's mindless. She... Many tribes blame the weaver for the state of the world, and that's just... A bunch of prejudicial horse shit. They use our technology all the time, and quite frankly, they use the Weaver to keep their kin alive in these days, too. No. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, as I've seen and as I've experienced. Kyle, can I get a perception empathy real quick from you? Absolutely. Thank you. What diff would you like that at? Uh, Standard six. So if I don't say death, just make it six. Oh, god damn. Where were those rolls last time? <laughs> Didn't need them. <laughs> <laughs> but I need to know what someone's thinking or feeling when, right now. When you, uh... <laughs> when Roy said that, you see gazes from afar just have this look of pure disgust on his face. I'll, uh... Am, how close am I to gazes from afar? You're right next to him. I'll I'll pat him... <laughs> a bit on the shoulder as subtly as possible but okay but we think that if you can guide humanity to humanitarian causes and things like that they can balance the weaver and thus balance and save Gaia from the worm gazes from afar gets a little hackled up again Kyle you feel it under your fingers so do we want this machine awake or not I'm inclined to think that it should be awake. <laughs> when gazes af- af- from afar goes, no, I think it should be s- remain asleep. The fact that the spirit even exists shows that the ma- this powers of the weaver, the true enemy. As you hear Threadweaver just give a sigh, oh, here we go. The Weaver is the one who trapped the worm. The Weaver is what caused his madness. The Weaver is the one who keeps on threading through all of reality, calcifying things, crushing nature. The Weaver, while the worm is an enemy, the worm is not the source, is the Weaver. And if that thing wakes up, the Weaver will become even stronger and Gaia will be that much closer to death and all Living things in this universe can't have a chance to reach the Gaia Dama. 
that we don't want the machine awake. No, not at all, Threadweaver goes. That's his prejudice. I think it should be awake. Do you know what? This seems like an argument that I don't want to get involved in. This is an argument that you have no choice in. Oh, I do. I could, I could just leave. I'm not exactly forced to stay here. None of us are. Well, I mean, is the machine even here? I don't think Where so. Where does it sleep? I don't recognize the place it was uh, sleeping. I usually see it in the deep umbra, is what we our scholars suspect. Hmm. What I'm trying to figure out here is the thing that's coming that, you know, my grandmama kept going on about the machine, or is it something else? Because honestly, I'm getting conflicting reports here. Uh, sorry, Threadweaver just kind of takes a sigh. Visions are the first step in these sort of things. Yes. Really just hoping for a nice straight answer, but I guess that's not happening, is it? When you deal with the spirits, nothing is straight. For this exact reason, <laughs> I don't play with spirits. But without them... <sighs> anyway... My best bet would be you might have to go into the Umbra and start poking around if you want anything else. There's said to be caches of ancient Garu lore hidden deep. Hmm. I mean, I don't want to, but I feel like if I don't do something, then I'm just gonna continuously be plagued. That is what I'm sensing. I don't need no magic whiffy powder for that. <laughs> anyway, Stargazer, I'll see you fucking later. I don't <laughs> need to hear this religious dispute bullshit. Eek. Alright. I'm just gonna shake my head. He doesn't understand. No, neither do most of us. Taking a deep breath, gazes from afar, guys. No, he does not. <sighs> well, I think it's worth noting that if we didn't have a say in whether or not the machine woke up, if that is what is coming, the vision seemed fairly clear in that if, again, the vision was referring to it, that he could be saved in some way. Yeah. I'm not sure who that could be, though. But maybe this machine? Maybe something else? I was gonna. I was actually going to bring that up. Maybe it's something else uh, masquerading as the machine. Hence why the, the intentions of are different than what at least I believe the, the machine is has. It could be different. I don't know. It's here that gazes from afar goes. You also received a bit of vision from Chimera. What significance does that have? Chimera approaches all of us to give us a glimpse on how to refine our, our minds and possibly lead them to a camp. Chimera is the reason that I am part of the Zephyr. Never considered joining a camp. Well, for... They are a stargazer camp, but each one of us seeks enlightenment through a different road. It seems Chimera wished you to increase your earth mind, brother. That they did. Um, is Chimera he or she? Uh, Chimera is a she, I believe. Okay, uh, then I would have said that she did. 
Okay. Yeah, she's she's also known as uh, She of Many Faces. Gotcha. Okay. Come more earth-minded. Yeah, so I try and refine my my earth mind, but I tend to focus a bit too much on the wind mind. There's much for me to learn. Yes. Well, some say I should have been born in our ruin sometimes, but... <laughs> I'm going to turn to the group and uh, just ask them, is there anything pressing that we need to take care of? I need to take Shinigami home. And uh, out of character, have we visited Bear yet? Not yet. Then yeah, we definitely need to go see Bear. Okay. So, yeah, a couple pressing things. But for them, you could, uh, you guys can re-meet here mm-hmm. to do things as needed. Yeah. So... We'll go around okay. and see who wants to do what. So, uh, I, I was I brought I only brought it up because I actually wanted to talk to um, crap. What was his name again? I'm really gazes bad with from names. afar. No, the the stargazer. Yeah, gazes from gazer, afar. Yeah, I wanted to talk with uh, gazes from afar more. Okay, so I'm just gonna go around and have everyone tell me what they want to do. Uh, gazes from afar. We'll be talking with Roy uh, Morgan. What would you like to do? Uh, but firstly, go and get a cup of tea. <laughs> so, there's that. Um, and secondly, while she does not portray it um, externally, um, on the inside, she's kind of like, shit, <laughs> why, why are my ancestors telling me that I think I'm a disappointment to myself? And, like, she's kind of like, maybe I should do something about that. Um, and also thinking about... Um, trying to dig a little deeper into what it is her grandma was trying to, you know, make her understand. So she's going to try and do a bit more research on her own. Okay. That works. Um, Who's your guys' totem? I can't remember. I don't think we actually picked one. We oh. did not pick one. <laughs> we forgot. Woo! Well, that yeah. kind of path. All right, uh, we'll just inform Egg which one you're going yeah. with. Owl, then? Uh, Morgan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so you have Owl. Uh, so just uh, mark under your totem that you have Owl. And you guys can share three dice to apply to any gifts involving air travel, movement, or darkness. Also, on occasion, Silent Striders just may appear to help you when you're in danger. Cool. But packs that follow Rat and Ratkin are not very happy to meet you. Eh. Since eh. you have to tie up rats and put them out in the... <laughs> so, cool. So, you could commune with Owl as a... as a way to maybe help. Okay. So, and then you two are going to go see Bear, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll start with Roy since he's here. The rest of you are uh, leave the meditation room uh, um, as gazes from afar. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Mindscape, correct? Correct. Uh, did you wish to speak more? I actually did. Um, as I don't know if you're aware, but I'm only a Fostern uh, in, and I'm a stargazer, so I have a lot to learn. And... I, I'm a Fostern as well. I simply had the uh, advantage of being able to be tra- trained in the uh, the homeland. 
ah, well, that's still more knowledge than what I have. So I was hoping that maybe either you could talk with me or perhaps you could point me in the right direction as to who to uh, speak to just to get some more education or just communicate with. Sure, we can speak a bit. Let us go to the meditation. Uh, let's go to the meditation circle. I feel that that is the best place to begin learning. I am by no means a galliard, but I can do my best to to share with you. Very well. Experiences are always best shared from the, fir- the person's own mouth. What is it you wish to know? Start from the beginning, I guess. I've, I'm still very new, even though I'm Fostern. That's more from what I've done and not so much as to what I've learned. I see. Well, you've heard of the dawn times, I'm sure, when all tribes were one. It does come back to memory a little bit. It is a timeless t- period in our history, where the beginning and end seemed to be the same. But, of course, it ended. But it's still there. It is is, and has always been, though the Weaver has disconnected us from it. And it was in these dawn times that we came together and we began to learn. Klytal was the first of our tribe, so to speak. He traveled the earth and formed alliances, wandering with other shapeshifters. And... He traveled west, seeing that the Garu fought humans and fought themselves, and that they blamed humanity for breeding out of control and slaughtered them in the Great Impergium, but bred with them as well, as was instinct, or sometimes called the fire mind by Gaia. With a never-ending need to grow, they created an endless cycle of violence. Aital became a teacher and eventually formed a great shrine to teach. Many came to him, many Garu, and in many ways these became the first stargazers. The worm, fearing that Klytal and his followers could leave this earthly realm and enter the true Gaia realm, he sent forces against them. And when they came, Klytal pointed to his heart, and in a grand gesture, they halted their assassination of him and many ran away in anger at themselves and at Klytal, while others came and learned under him. Fomori Baines began to become students of Klytal until they reincarnated in forms that would get them closer to the true Gaia realm. Some are said to even be Garu now. Then the worm sent a second weapon, and these two would... These two monks would question everything, and they chose the most disturbing questions to ask to try and unhinge and unseat their mentors. When they went to Klytal, he gave them peace and pointed to his... They asked him, how do you know that your truth is not a lie? And Klytal simply smiled at them and placed his hand upon his belly. And they were defeated, and the monks slunk from the shrine and hid their faces in shame, fearing to return to their dreadmaster. But Klytal was defeated in a way, 
The worm sent an old man seeking food and covered in sores and, and requiring of healing. Clytol helped him, but the beggar asked him, how can you spend your time with me alone when others suffer the world over? What use is my healing when I will gamble and whore my health away again? Others who cannot reach the shrine are more needy. And Clytol simply said, yes, my enemy, you are right. I had hoped to prepare a while longer, but my patience is vanity, and I will heed the wisdom and send my monks into the world. And the first shrine of the stargazers fell into decay, though the information was shared across the world. The stargazers continued to refine, and they learned the ways of Kailan, which is what I do. This is the way of the wind in Kalido. It took many times and many reincarnations of Klytol, who would eventually remember himself, before we found out the true enemy, the Weaver. The Weaver is the Mistress of Illusions. She is the one who crafted the gauntlet to split spirit from physical, and what ended the true Gaia realm for all, and has forced us to seek and refine our five minds to reach the Gaia Dhamma. We work with our brothers and sisters for the worm is truly a threat and through the worm's pain and destruction, he could very well destroy Gaia. But the worm being an enemy is but a symptom of the greater danger. Does that answer your question, my friend? It brings more questions than answers, but it answers that one. Many questions bring more questions. That is the beautiful paradox. Grasp onto the paradoxes, for those are the holes in the weaver's illusions that can get you to the true Gaia realm. Out of character, he um, gaze, gazes from far, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the one that was for uh awakening the weaver no he was against it threadweaver was for awakening it he's dead set against it okay did you accidentally talk to the wrong person i think i did but it's still enlightening (laughs) yeah threadweaver's a glass walker okay um i i guess i have a, a different view on things just from experience alone and walking this earth tell me uh, your experiences i do not not see the weaver as an enemy currently um why do you you not see the weaver as an enemy i mean the the weaver could also be an ally making us question things as we continue to go further in life uh and that's why we have we might view her as the enemy Hmm. when has the weaver brought questions to you it's more the the weavers brought correct answers to the questions that I posed. Uh, she Cor- has helped with. Correct. She's helped with what? She's helped with this current situation that we have with the the banes at so, um the the medical facilities. So the weaver had given you information, directing all of your anger and all of your efforts towards stopping. The worm, another creature caught in her illusions, rather than questioning why she was there and why her facility 
filled with strands, contains such taint and does not simply turn against it. I, I guess I just see the weaver as an information gatherer. She, she wants to know all and see all. But because she wants to know and see all, what she does is she removes possibility. She calcifies things into their true form, into a single form. I was going to say, that I guess the true form is not necessarily a bad thing. No, she calcifies them into one form. One form. Instead of the tree, whose roots go into the underworld and bring information and enlightenment, now it is simply a tree whose roots go through the soil, absorb water so that the single tree can survive, rather than bringing up information. Why can man not fly? Well, if we look at it logically speaking, man himself cannot fly due to no uh, ability for flight. But if they how take... do you, why do you, why does man not have that ability to fly? Scientifically speaking, see, there is where you find your first illusion. But if we take into consideration of the spirits, which is what we understand it, we still cannot fly without the help of the said spirits. We cannot. Depends on the realm. In the ethereal realm, Garu can fly. Correct. I can fly in the ethereal realm. I can fly in the Umbra. But again, I cannot fly in the physical realm. And yes. is the physical not is just physical, as real as the Umbra? The physical realm is the dominion of the Weaver, who has calcified the rules. I have heard legend so, that humans once were able to ride on brooms, shifting the reality. And because humans believed it to be so... These special humans, these mages, were allowed to fly unfettered by anything. But now, if a mage were to try that now, the calcification of the weaver would shatter their brooms and send them tumbling to the earth. But one can say the same to us. If we believe it to be true, why is it not true then? Because the weaver has used her powers and her threads to force consensus. The Weaver is great in the spiritual hierarchy, and she has overstepped her station. The Wild is weak. It has been weakened by her, taking up more and more space and, destroy and capturing the Worm so that the Worm could not destroy old threads and filled with new Wild and energies and possibilities. For the Weaver wishes to calcify this reality into one simple, singular truth rather than the million possibilities, a million truths. That is what the Gaia, Gaia Dhamma is. The Gaia Dhamma is a million paths to one truth, and the Weaver's Way is a single path to a single illusion. I don't know if I completely understand the one path to one illusion when it could just be the one path to the Weaver's one truth. She is imposing because, her truth on all of us, then. Why is, your truth is that less one, valid? Why is your truth less valid than the Weaver's? It shouldn't be, and I don't, I don't feel like hers is any less valuable than mine. But, but she in our imposes own, it upon in, all of reality. All of the but Telendrum. Our, but given that same, same thought process, uh, does the higher ranks also not impose their uh, reality and opinions on us? fosterns or auspice an elder is there to lead we allow our ranks to do as they do because they have earned it and they do not force all 
My mentor was of a different camp. A true stargazer learns that they must let their students follow their path. Chimera teaches that there are many paths to enlightenment, and the stargazers have taken it themselves. And many Garu do take much undue stock in rank. But that is their own illusion. I see rank as a form of respect, not a, rank, a, not a badge of authority. And many stargazers feel the same. There's so much to learn. That there is. Have you, I, have you ever considered uh, communing or speaking with weaver spirits, pattern spiders? I have on, a t- on occasion. It is best to know thy enemy. And what have you glimpsed from them? I've glimpsed the desire for their own form of order. That when Zweaver spirits are in high number, the gauntlet is thick, and other spirits, not of the Weaver's brood, suffocate. Kindness and civility are not compassion, not water mind. A Weaver spirit can act kind, but that does not make it compassionate. The Weaver spirits I've spoken to show no emotion. That is its own fault, I think. Emotion is important. Yes, and emotions are important, but at the same time, us Garu have too much emotion at many points. Hence why we have the uh, trial that just happened. Or many of the moots that people that Garu try and gain rank in. There, there are lots of questions and always secondary viewpoints from every single side. And that's why I have a hard time looking at things with such terrible disdain and distaste. I can't look at one, one thing and say, this is, this is the, the 100% truth unless I am told by Gaia herself or um, someone much more stronger and more wiser. And even then, I will question it. And I think that is the true nature of Stargazers. Yes, we do question many things. As us, us discovering the Weaver was the enemy was us questioning Garu in their totality. Many Garu fight the worm. They view the worm as the true enemy. Do you give the worm the same sort of exceptions? One can say that I have, just recently too. I would suggest that you do not spread that too far. Many Garu may take offense to that, but it is interesting that Ma- you many Garu, yeah, many Garu would take great. Um, can't think of the word. Um, many Garu would think poorly of me for communicating with Weaver spirits. Many Garu would think poorly of me for what I do and who I am just because they take one look at me. That does not stop me from pursuing my own path towards enlightenment. Hmm. Well, perhaps you may wish to seek a different camp, but for my camp, it is we travel to learn how to free the minds from the weaver's illusions. And make no mistake, the weaver has many illusions. How do we know that 
you talking to me is not the weaver it is. pushing their own illusion onto me. This form, this flesh and blood that you see is illusion. Illusion created by the weaver. But what about your words? Perhaps my words are illusion. But perhaps there is truth too. You have to consider both. I am telling you, I am not telling you that my words are law. I am telling you what I believe. You may find a different road to enlightenment. There is much to think on. Yes. As I said, you may wish to refine the five minds. Meditation, or earth mind. Compassion, or water mind. Kalindo, or wind mind. Instinct, or fire mind. And enigmas, or moon mind. I feel that, young stargazer, you have reincarnated to our tribe recently with so many questions, which is good. It means that you sought answers in a past life, even though you were not stargazer. Many can, and many do. This is something I will also have to think on. Think on. Now, who, who, am I, who am I really? That is a question you must ask yourself. Let us meditate for a bit. And I'll, I'll sit down and start meditating with him. Okay. Uh, we'll go to Morgan, who is having a bit of a crisis. I feel like that word does not actually represent what is actually happening in Morgan's mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's close, but it's, uh, it's not quite there. Um, yeah, so Morgan is indeed having a bit of a uh, existential crisis. Um... She's kind of just, she's kind of like, she's got a, she's got a, fine, she's, she's finally got a cup of tea. Um, right. She's kind of like pottering around the can with this like mug of tea, just like mumbling to herself, like stupid spirits. Goddamn ancestors telling me that I. <laughs> she's not really quite paying attention to where she's going. She's just kind of angrily storming around. As you. Bump into someone as they kind of tip over, going, Ah! Did I spill my tea? No, your tea splashed a little on your hand, but your tea's mostly fine. <laughs> oh, fun Christ, the tea is safe. And then I look at uh, who I bumped into. You bumped Sorry. into Mandy Eyes of the Mountain. She is the master of right. Uh, she's also part of a pack with Iron Winter. Oh, uh, oh, sorry. Sorry, my fault. She's kind of dusting herself off. It's it's fine. Your mind seems elsewhere. You're contemplating something, obviously. I wouldn't say contemplating more. I'm I'm just annoyed. Um, I probably should contemplate, but right now I'm more annoyed. Oh, you know what helps with uh, being annoyed? Uh... I well, for me, normally a good cup of tea and some uh, some singing, uh, followed by some light fighting, but uh, your suggestion? I was going to say there's a great sushi joint right down the road. They have the best green tea in the city. Yeah, yeah I could. I mean, it's tea. It, it's, not, it's not breakfast tea, um, but... It's tea nonetheless, and to be honest, do they do 
Uh, General Kirasi, is it just raw fish, or do they uh, do they do some of the hot foods too? They have some of the hot foods too. Oh, sweet. Well, that sounds like somewhere I should probably go. I am actually quite hungry. Want to join? Uh, yeah, sure. That sounds like a good plan. Nice. Uh, I don't think we've properly been introduced. Mandy. Morgan, nice to meet you, Mandy. Nice to meet you as well. Yeah, I have some kin who work at that restaurant too, so I can get us a discount. I already like you. I'm glad I bumped into you. <laughs> I'm sure Sure. once I shift forms and the bruises heal, I'll feel the same. The bruises? Oh, I just, the tea hit, like, right on my sternum. Oh, shoot. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. You, we stargazers believe in contemplation and uh, thinking about things, so we just usually do it sitting down. Yeah, I generally don't do a lot of thinking. It's, uh, it's mostly just singing. A galliard, then. You got it. Through and through. I've heard you mm. Fianna galliards are quite good, too. Uh, yeah, I would say I'm pretty good. I, I'm good enough that I've been traveling around the world, so... Okay. Well, it seems, uh, someone convinced... Eyes to the heavens and leads of steel that we're going to change our mood schedule in a week, so you might be able to get some singing time in. That would be awesome. It has been a while since I've put on a good show, apart from in some form of uh, solidarity for the loss of a pack member recently. Hmm. <sighs> Let's go. As you guys walk down the street and you get to the, uh, the place, it's a nice little booth. Uh, pretty private, as they bring out the tea and the menus. Actively looking for katsu curry. It's there. Oh, yes. <laughs> Literally, just look at it and go, good, they have what I want. <laughs> I just sort of fling the menu down on the table. It has been so long since I've had a good katsu curry. Oh, good. And also, I... the tea's pretty good. Oh, yeah, I, I really enjoy the tea here as she takes a sip. So, Morgan, mm. what's got you, uh, what had you pacing around the office? jeez. Uh, um, so, turns out some spirits decided to invade my dreams last night. Um, I think they're trying to tell me something, in all honesty, I haven't got a fucking clue. Oh. As the waitress comes over, she, she nods and she goes, I got it. Really? Um. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, well, I had the dream, and then I decided to share that with uh, my pack and uh, the the other pack. Um, we went on a nice little dream adventure, uh, and now we've got our own home movie, so, you know. Okay, well, I'm a third, so maybe I can offer some, some I guess, what would be professional insight. Well, that'd be useful. Maybe you can figure out what the hell's going on, because I'm pretty sure the other Fudge wasn't as clued up as we I was hoping he was going to be. Mm. Uh, the, the long and short of it is uh, something is coming. Um, there is a... Uh, I think they called it the machine? the machine? Potentially waking up? Yeah, thing to do with the Weaver. Um, what else was there? There was a very, very large Krinos shadowy form thing, which, um, yeah, decided to give me a lovely mark on my arm. Thanks for that. 
Uh, let's say Black Spiral Dancers, lots of it's coming, uh, Weird Eye, um, hmm, what else? Yeah, apparently I think that I'm a disappointment and my ancestors don't think I'm a disappointment. Yeah. That's, uh, pretty heavy. Yeah, I know. I, I find it really, really offensive that they think that I think I'm a disappointment. Uh, I can't speak for them, unfortunately. Otherwise, I'd give you straighter answers. But I do know that in most dreams, when... Something is of shadow. It means it is a thing to come. It may be, in, depending on how solid the shadow is, determines how soon it will come. Well, there was mention of noon, if I remember correctly. Hmm. I was kind of thrown around a bit. And I uh, guess for how solid it is, well, I mean, it left a mark on me. I see. Well... The vision might have simply left the mark, or it's destiny leaving a mark. Not necessarily the spirit itself, or the, the vision itself, I should say. I really hope it's not destiny. Uh, destiny calls for many, Garu. Especially in well, these end times. I would appreciate it if destiny could call back at a later date, um, and maybe pick someone else. Hmm. The... The, this eye thing, could you speak more of it? It just, it sounds familiar. Um, well, the person that was telling me about this was uh, dear old grandmama. She had no eyes. Her eyes were taken. Um, she said that she couldn't see, or we couldn't see, uh, and it was coming. Um, and it looked real weird, like... Kind of like, almost, funny enough, it was previously mentioned, kind of looked like the Eye of Sauron from Lord of the Rings, except it wasn't the Eye of Sauron, because that would be ridiculous. Oh, yeah. No, that sounds familiar. I remember speaking about five years ago with a silent strider who came through the Cairn. Uh, can't remember her name for the life of me, but... She did mention something called the Prophecy of Speaks in Silence. I, I don't remember much, but I do remember it mentioning a an eye of some kind. Hmm. Okay. I would maybe start... Uh, I know that the Sept of the Sacred Stone down in Colorado Springs has a, a silent strider who appears on the regular. We could send a spirit out and ask them to send him our way. If you're staying around for a while. I have a feeling that I'm going to have to stay around. Because as much as I don't want to. I'm going to continue getting plagued with spirits. If I don't. I don't know. Do something about it. I guess. So it might be worth sending a message across. Okay. I'll take care of that when we get back to the, uh, the office. That is very helpful. Because I would not have had a clue. Yeah. As for you thinking you're a disappointment, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to sound presumptuous. Maybe you're overcompensating for something? Mm. No, I don't think so. Your defensiveness has filled me with nothing but confidence that you are speaking the whole truth and nothing but the truth. I'm detecting a hint of sarcasm. 
Stargazers don't use sarcasm. It's against our religion. Uh huh. I see. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I enjoy my life. That's all that matters, right? Doesn't it? Does it? I don't know. I always liked thinking I was. I. It was an enjoyment of my life and reaching for a higher purpose, something that helps people. Uh, I mean, I bring music to adoring fans. As I mean, that's a way of doing it. I mean, I'm not entirely sure how much of a higher purpose I can achieve here. You're Garu. I think the higher purpose is in your blood, so to speak. I'm having a real hard time coming out then. In that case, hmm. just uh, just spitballing is all. Hopefully, I'm more helpful than that glasswalker third. I'm not a big fan of cockroaches. <laughs> well, I think I've got more sense out of you than I did them. So, yeah, I'd say so. Oh, good. Oh, food. I'm going to be real quiet, and I'm going to eat. I hear you on that. Meanwhile, in the Umbra, in the lands of Bear. Yes. You arrive. The plants seem withered. The stream that was once vibrant and fresh is but a trickle. And the cave seems darker than before you ready yeah all right let's go you approach and the great bear spirit steps out his fur is a little disheveled his face is wet tears that have stained his muzzle with the bit of trickling of blood Mm. cora kyle it seems like we're always coming to you with bad news I felt it. Yeah. She she was very brave. I know she was. She was a cub I loved. And she is the cub that no matter who else joins this pack, her loss will be felt. So much. As the bear moves over to both of you, as the, its big paw comes in and wraps around both of you. Mm. And he says... I'm so terrified for the both of you, but you will never know how proud I am for all you do for Gaia. We tend to screw it up a lot. You fought and did many great things. You've saved countless people. You have fought the worst that can slither on this earth, and you have done your best to heal as many as you can. Don't carry the burden of your failures or perceived failures on your back. You already carry far too much, and I simply wish I could have carried more for it, more of it for you. So long as we have you, we can keep going. And I'm glad I have both of you. I love you both. I love you too. And we will find out how everyone gets through next time. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening. Oh my goodness. We will catch you in our 30th episode. Really? Next week, yeah. Nice. Wow, time or, flies. I'm so, sorry, not 30th, 40th. 40th. To <laughs> <laughs> say, like, I wait, was, what? I thought we had 38. <laughs> yeah, we're on 40th. Sorry, 40th episode. So, thank, thank you. you. Bye. 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 Bye.